Welcome to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Expect fulfillment. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of Morning Devotion. Hope you can hear me. Uh, no sound. Are we good? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Ask Child Ask. This is day 10. Day 10 of Morning Devotion. Five components of effective prayer in the book on prayer that we're following today's devotion. Repent of your sins. That's repairing the altar. Preparing a sacrifice. That's offering words. Claiming the promises of God. Having faith to hear and then earnestly expect fulfillment. What a great day. Because I looked, I looked all throughout the Bible to find that perfect example of someone who used the five components of effective prayer. And I think I found it. I think I found a young lady that fulfills all of those. Thank you for being a part of Morning Devotion. We began How was it August 2019? Something like that. I really need to verify those dates. I guess I keep saying this. I need to look back. We began with 21 days of prayer and fasting. And and so we're back to our roots here in January, the opening of a strange year, 2022. And uh, we're in day 10 of this. Just encourage you to join with us, to share this with others. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Facebook, follow, and just get the word out. We're better together, amen, as I talked about yesterday. We really are, that when we bind together, great things happen. Enjoyed seeing your prayer requests yesterday and your great testimonies of miracles. Thank you for being a part of this. Also, these are available on podcasts. Don't ask me how. You can find them out there. They're if, if you enjoy podcasts and audibles, and the book on prayer is available audible as well. I enjoyed doing that today. Sonia, Sterling, Hope, Kirk, Jim, thank you for being here. Say a prayer. Um, say a prayer for San Antonio's Hope Center. One of our dear friends there, Brother Mike Bauer, helped us so much reach out America. His passed from this life to his eternal reward. Say a prayer for the Bauer family and uh, the Hope Center Church there. It's, it's been, wow, we at ROA, we're, we're just devastated. He was our numbers guy. He's the one that kept track of the hundreds of thousands of volunteer hours. And we will miss him. What a great man, a good man. And isn't greatness goodness? Thank you. Thank you, Brother Bauer. Rest easy. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of this. Ask, ask. Child, ask. So I'm looking at this today, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, what does God have? I, I, and there is an story that's just, just percolate. Oh, I like that word. That's a morning word. Is it? Is it percolate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That takes me back. There's been this story that percolated in It's a story about Isaacsa, the daughter of Caleb. And the, and, sheer, sheer, and the sheer, and the sheer audacity, audacity of, of her, her. Okay, okay sound is terrible. 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 
checking connections, checking connections, sound. Is that any better? Let me know if the sound is better. I apologize for the, the difficulty here today. Let me know if the sound is any better. Testing one, two, three. Lots of static. Okay, hold on one second. Let me see if I can do something about the sound. Let me switch microphones. Okay, let me go to this. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Let me know if that sound is better. Okay, Kara, Rodney, how are we doing? Is it better? Better? Charles, you said it. Charla, you said it's better. Okay, good, good. Switch microphones. I'm up there all by myself. And then I hear the distant voice of my wife saying, everybody's saying the sound's horrible. Okay, I'll do better. You ought to hear me sing. I, that, that, would really get, that would really get bad. But the story of Axaw is the one that I want to talk about today. And you may remember, you may remember, she was the daughter of Caleb. Yes, that Caleb. The one that said, give me the mountain. Yes. And the sheer audacity of her prayer staggers me. Ask child, ask. Do you remember Caleb? He, he and Joshua were those two spies with a good report. They were the minority, however. Everybody else was scared. You don't say scared in the South. You say scared. 40 years later, a, an 85-year-old man said, give me this mountain. He was victorious. An allotment of land was presented to Caleb. He assigned the area to her daughter and future husband. It was in the Southland, the Negev. It was a dry, desolate land south of Jerusalem. And after touring the land her father had given her, Axel came back to her dad and said, Dad, you gave me a desert. Now, I want springs of water. I, I want those kind of springs right there. And what happened? The Bible says he gave her both the upper springs and the lower springs. The story of Aksa is so important, it can be found twice in the Bible, almost as if it's underscoring. Repetition was the way Bible writers underscored something. So allow me to lift Aksa up in our minds as the model of five components of effective prayer. A woman who went to her dad knowing his goodness, knowing knowing that she would do, he would do anything within reason, she asked. She wasn't bashful about her, her identity. She wasn't reticent about her, her prayer. Here, can, I, can I give you the process that we should follow here? Aksa reveals it. She went and surveyed her desert. Yeah. She took stock. She got on that donkey, rode it, linked the breadth of her dowry. She had been given the Southland as a wedding present. She had been given a desert. The Negev is a harsh land, it's the badlands of Israel. And in the distance, she spies the sea, and maybe she said, water, water. But when she gets there, it's the Dead Sea. Impossible to nourish and flourish, and that's what she was given. Can you imagine Axel riding the length of that land that she'd been given? She comes up with this accurate assessment. I have been given. Daddy gave me a desert. Yeah. Jesus asked, if a child... Ask a father for bread, would he give him a stone? Yes, an egg rather uh, an egg rather than a scorpion, a fish rather than a serpent. Axel looks around and said, Dad, why did you give me a desert? Survey your desert. 
Look over your day. Here's what faith. Faith is not rose-colored glasses. Faith is not pretending things don't exist. Denial is a, what, river in Egypt? Is that what they say? Faith is not looking at things, but seeing through things and realizing even here, even now, God can bless. Do not be bashful. Do not be ashamed. No, no. Learn the width and the height of your problem. Examine it every way you can. Look at it all. And then, don't just survey your desert. Approach your heavenly Father. Yes. Amen. Lucy, Winnie, I believe it's time to approach our heavenly Father. Ashley, it's time. It's time. Axa prompted her husband to be Othniel and said, you know, ask dad for a field and we got to have a field to grow some things and uh, can't eat sand, got to grow some crops and got a field. And uh, it's always good for us to provoke one another to prayer. That's what we do here at Morning Devotion. We just kind of inspire one another to get out there and pray. Men should provoke their wives, their families to pray. Women, you should provoke your families to pray and your friends to pray. But Othniel apparently said, honey, your dad gave me you. You're all I need in that suite. That's romantic, but it still doesn't put food on the table. He said, if you want something from daddy, you better go ask him yourself. He's your father. Something happened in Axel's mind, a possibility. When she got in her father's presence, she had a more specific request that all of the land, all of my dowry can become a field. This desert can bloom like a rose. All I need is water, water. And so father, and here she goes, she asks with great specificity, father, you gave me a desert. Now give me springs of water. God, I I don't ask that you take away my desert. You saw this was good for me. All I ask is that in the midst of this desert, you give me springs of water so that I may occupy and I may flourish, that I may thrive and not just survive. I don't ask you to take away my trials because I know in those trials I'm purified, I'm made stronger. All I ask you, Lord, is to give me gold tried in the fire. I'm not praying that you remove this cup of affliction, but Father, let me see the joy that's set before me. Let me see the meaning and the purpose behind it all. You gave me a desert. Give me the spring. Cindy, he may have given you a desert. Michelle Zane, he may have given you a desert. Give me the springs. Ask, child, ask. You gave me the grit. Now give me the grace. You gave me the hurt. Now give me the healing. Ask, child. Ask. Oh, I love this. I love this. When I look at the needs in our world today and how many there are, oh my, oh my, such great needs. I think the children of God need to get some boldness about us and say, ask. We're going to ask. Is there anything too much to ask of God? Are we just too bashful and ashamed? When we say our father, which art in heaven, do we believe it? Do we know who we are? We are children of the most high God. The apple of his eye, ask, child, ask. We are children. We're part of his flock. He said, fear not, little flock. It's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. We're part of that flock. Don't fear. Ask, child, ask. 
And so Pamela and Ronald and Trent and Erica, we ask, we ask, knowing we have a good and great heavenly father. We ask all things of him. God's greatest miracles are those of transformation. I believe that. He takes a dark, chaotic void, creates this delightful world, takes a crude fisherman, turns him into apostle, takes a woman out of whom he had cast seven devils. She becomes a valiant and faithful disciple. God transforms. It's his delight. Aksa caught a glimpse of transformation. I have a desert, but if I had some springs in this desert, if streams could flow in this desert, my disappointments would be irrigated by rivers of hope. My weakness would be touched by streams of healing. She saw beyond the heat waves and the mirages of the desert. She saw what it could be. Don't take back my desert, Dad. Just add some. I'm not asking you for subtraction, Lord. I'm asking you for addition. Add to your faith, virtue. God, you know how I am. You know my temperament. You know my strengths. You know my weaknesses. I'm not asking you to remove all that. I'm just asking you to transform it. It. Let your transformative power do its greatest miracle. Give me springs. Give me life giving water. Ask, child. Ask, ask, ask. Axaw gets on her donkey, rides to see her dad. She rides confidently, knowing I'm going to see my father. This is his lamb. These are his hills. He owns the cattle on all of these hills. Hills, I'm going to see my father. Can you imagine Caleb looking out through aged eyes and seeing his only daughter riding with all of her carefree abandonment his direction? His face must have crinkled into a smile as he sees that determined look on her face that he's known ever since she was a child. Could it be that he had given her the desert? Hey, 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 could it be that he'd given her the desert hoping this day would come? hoping against hope that she would know that he wanted to give her so much more, but he couldn't show her favoritism. No, unless she asked, asked. Caleb was probably saying under his breath, ask child, ask, so that I can release what I withheld. Hmm. Because what the heavenly father has withheld is a multitude the children's bread that belongs to the family of faith. And Aksa draws up to her her father, reins in the donkey and leaps from its back, races to him. And I can just hear him breathing, saying, ask, child, ask. And he bids her, what do you wish? What do you wish? What an invitation. Lillian, Sonia, Don, what an invitation. What an invitation. What do you wish? And here it comes. Father, you have given me a desert. Now give me also the springs. Listen to Caleb. Listen to it. He said, daughter, I'll give you the upper springs and the lower springs. I'll give you blessings from above and below the blessings of heaven and earth, the eternal, the, the temporal Eternal life, abundant life, I'll give. Because it's in the Father's extravagance. What do you wish? Hey, morning devotion devotees, thank you for your faithfulness. Iris, 
Thank you for your faithfulness. Ask what you wish. That's what the Lord is asking. It's not into your mouth. Speak it, say it. What do you wish? But what if I wish is not in the will of God? Well, allow God to sort that out. He's kind of smart, you know. But what if I ask more than what I should? But I don't know if you can. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask. What if I'm being selfish? Well, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He's got the title deed to everything. He gives rain to the just, unjust, but he loves to hear his children's prayers. Ask, child, ask. What do you wish? He knows what we have need of. We confess our need of daily bread. We admit our neediness. We come to the benevolent father asking for what he's already prepared to give us and already isolated that he wants to give us. He wants to give us more than we ever bargained for. He's got a meal barrel that will never run dry. He's the five loaves and two fishes that can become a miraculous banquet. He sets a table before us in the presence of enemies. His is the well that never runs dry. And with joy, we can draw from it. What a bountiful God we serve. More than enough. More than enough. He's more than enough. Oh, yes, he is. When you breathe, when you breathe, that lungful of oxygen, those lungfuls of oxygen, 78% nitrogen, 21% oxygen, other trace element. You could breathe that same breath seven times and not get all of the oxygen out of that breath of air. Horticulturalists say it takes 30 leaves to produce a Jonathan apple, 50 leaves for a red delicious apple, about 30 leaves produced needed to produce a peach. But when God designed those fruit trees, he placed over 100,000 leaves on the average tree. Why? 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 Because he's more than enough. He is abundant. That he gives plentifully. He gives super abundantly, more than you will ever need. And this is the attitude we should have in approaching our heavenly father. He's more than enough, folks. You and I, we get focused on the thimble, the bucket, and not the fountain. We get focused on the vehicle of God's blessing and not the source, the fountainhead of all blessings. We get frantic and protective over our resources, our jobs, and forgetting that God is the one that supplies our every need. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Yes, my God shall supply your needs according to his riches in glory. Give me springs. The psalmist said, God, all my springs are in thee. You are my source, my rest, my strength. You're my fountain that never runs dry. You have healing waters for my sin-sick soul. You can heal my desert. Yes. Yes, there's grace for the grit. You're more than enough. She didn't go to her. Actually, I didn't go to her her father, Caleb, whining. What a terrible life you give me. It's a desert. Nothing but a desert. No. She said, thank you, Father, for what you've given me. But give me springs also. It was John Newton, writer of Amazing Grace, wrote another song. He said, my soul ask." what thou wilt. Thou canst not be too bold since his own blood for thee he spilt. What else can he withhold? He's already died for us. Yes, yes. What else is worth more than that? Ask, ask that your joy may be full. You see, Axel saw something. She saw 
her desert blooming like a rose. It was prophetic, really. For today, the Negev in Palestine, yeah, when you travel through it in the Holy Land, it does bloom like a rose. Was this a spiritual prophetic thing? Yes. Ezekiel saw a fountain flowing from beneath the threshold of the sanctuary that journeyed into the Negev, and the stream grew and grew and grew. Where there had been desolation, there was cultivation, fruit trees growing in the desert. When Asaph asked, she was asking in alignment with the Father's will. God can transform your desert. God can transform January 2022. God can transform and turn today into a miracle. I love the 48th Psalm. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God. I love the story of Michelle Leahy. She wrote this in the course on heartbreak. She describes a struggle of raising two kids and the the aftershocks of 9-11 destroyed her employment. She had three daughters to her name. Picked up the kids from school, stopped at a gas station, and invested $3 for gas in her car. That'd buy buy you about a half gallon right now. Driving home depressed, one of her children asked, Mom, can we order a pizza for dinner? And she said, no, I don't think we can. At that moment, just self-pity, misery entered into her heart and said, God, what kind of mom am I? I can't even buy my kids a pizza. Then she heard her little girl say, All we have to do is believe. We need to pray. God will send a pizza to us. So in the back seat, a childish altar was built in the front seat. Her mom wept as she heard her kids say, God, send us a pizza. Just a pizza. That evening at five o'clock, the doorbell rang. Pizza Hut delivery man stood on the doorstep. In his hand, he held four large pizza boxes. The kids went absolutely crazy. Mom went to the door to try to explain, no, we, we've not ordered a pizza. You, you must have the wrong address. I, I didn't order that pizza. And the Pizza Hut man said, oh, I know you did not order this pizza. But someone called about an hour ago and was very insistent and very demanding. They gave us their credit card number. They asked that I not tell you who this was. And they said, at five o'clock, exactly, I need to be knocking at your door because some kids wanted pizza. And you don't think angels come unawares to us. Ask, ask, ask. He said, if fathers know how to give good gifts to their children, if Caleb knows how to answer access requests, how much more will your heavenly father give? to those who ask him. I'm asking you. Morning devotion, Adam, Joel, Holly, Bridget, Dan, I'm asking you to ask. Ask, child, ask. I believe that before the sun sets today, there could be someone knocking at your door. You could receive that text message that email, that call. You got your desert. Why not get the springs? Ask, ask. He will withhold nothing good to his children that love him. And I believe he loves each and every one of us so very much.
Oh, praise God. I believe that with all my heart. I mentioned the Holy Land a moment ago, and I I purposed I wasn't going to say anything about it this week, but let me find it here. We are going to the Holy Land. In Jesus' name, we're going to go through the Holy Land. In 21 days, we're believing this crazy thing we've been enduring for two years is going to be vanquished. We're just believing that childlike faith. We're asking. We're asking. We have not because we ask not. And that we're going to be able to go to the Holy Land. It's This group is approaching 200 people now, a week in the Holy Land, and a week visiting some of the most ancient cities along the Mediterranean, ending up in Barcelona, Spain. Um, you can do one part of the trip. You can do both parts of the trip. Love to have you. James Bailey's email address is out in the description. Great pricing. Can't believe that we've held the pricing the same, that they've not gone up on us. I think you'll enjoy it. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of this. Share with others and ask, ask, and see what God is going to do for you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Join us next time for another inspiring devotion. To support this ministry, please visit firstchurch.com forward slash give.